Welcome to Art Life Conversations, where we talk about all things art life, from the struggles and the wins along the way, to making art, learning, and art history, to talks on business, career, and selling art. No matter where you are on your art journey, here you'll find inspiration, encouragement, and motivation as Kelly shares the real life of a working artist. And now, your host, Kelly Folsom. Hello, artists! It's Kelly Folsom here, and I want to welcome you back to another Art Life Conversations podcast. Super excited again this week because we have another amazing um, question that got emailed in today that we're going to cover, and that is, does it matter where you live to make it as an artist? And um, before we dive into that, just so you guys know, um, we have a quick word from our sponsor, and that sponsor is Moa Kelly Folsom. <laughs> but just want to let you know, if you have not yet um, picked up my 30 Ways to Master Still Life painting, you can do so on my website, artlifewithkelly, K-E-L-L-I.com or you can grab it uh, at Amazon. And also we have an amazing upcoming five day still life painting challenge starting March 28th. It's gonna be awesome. Lots of prizes that we're gonna give away at the end of that, plus five days of really amazing um, instruction to you know reignite that creative fire in your soul, in your heart, in your soul, inspire you every single day. Um, these are going to be short and sweet, right? So that you can get the meat and potatoes, get what you need, and then get back to doing your own work. All right. So I hope you will um, join me for that. I'm so looking forward to that. It's going to be an awesome, awesome week of painting with everybody. So go to artlifewithkelly.com and you can get signed up for that. And when you sign up, you can get your materials list if you want to use exactly what I'm using um, that week. All right. So let's dive in to this topic, does it matter where you live to make it as an artist? So we have a question here from Kelly from Oklahoma, which is a little surreal because I'm Kelly from Oklahoma, so I kind of feel like I'm talking to myself. <laughs> um, but Kelly um, emailed in and she says, Hi Kelly, thank you for sharing your thoughts on your podcast. I enjoy and look forward to listening to your opinions, experience, and knowledge. Um, you've been a huge inspiration. Yay, thank you so much, Kelly. That's awesome. Question, um, does it matter where you live to make it as an artist? Once someone told my mother that I was going to have to leave my state of Oklahoma in order to make it as an artist. I've noticed a lot of good artists have left in the last five years. Okay, so I'm not sure when this person you know, made this comment to your mother. Um, about that, you know, it really depends on the time. You know, maybe 30 years ago, even 20 years ago, that may have been true, right? But really the beauty of living right now, 2022, on this magnificent planet, and especially in the United States, is that um, you really can live anywhere. You can really live anywhere in the world and make a really good living from your art. And the reason why is because we have the internet, the amazing internet, <laughs> right? 
Um, but it really is incredible. It's such a miraculous thing. And um, it really gives us the ability to connect with um, anybody around the world at any point in time. And that means to sell our art, you know, through e-commerce, we can, you know, ship paintings. I mean, it has never been easier to be able to live anywhere we choose, anywhere we want to live and still make it as an artist, okay? So it's totally not true that you would have to leave Oklahoma. Um, you know, I'm not sure why, you know, some of the other artists have left. I know I left, but for a lot of different reasons other than that. Um, so I'll just kind of share some of my past experience um, with you guys to kind of help flesh out this topic a little bit more. So, um, there are going to be, it depends on what kind of art career or art life you want to have in terms of whether a place is really going to be conducive, you know, uh, for that, right? So, for example, where I went to art college was in Connecticut, okay, up in the Northeast, and I will say that that environment was very art-rich, right? Like, there was art museum. I mean, you could get in the car and drive 30 minutes and hit an amazing art museum and then drive 30 minutes this way and 30 minutes that way. You know, um, so there was so many art museums. Um, there were so many art associations. Again, same scenario. Um, everything was so close up there. Uh, you could hop on a train in two hours, be in New York, two hours, be in Boston, you know. Um, you know, a couple more hours, be in F Philadelphia or DC. So, because of the proximity of everything and, and the art-rich culture up there in that area, um, there was just a lot more opportunities. Maybe you might call it like low-hanging fruit that was available for artists, you know. Um, I know for me, after I graduated, I participated in various, you know, art shows. Art, there were so many art associations. You could sign up to be a member of them and then enter your work for gosh, they would have different juried shows, you know, every couple of months, every few months, they would be having a different show. So you could be exhibiting all year long in various organizations, all these, all your different paintings, you know. And of course, you know, not to mention, of course, galleries and things like that. But even without galleries up there in that area, there was so much that you could participate in with as an artist and make painting sales and make a living without having to be represented by galleries either. So it was really um, kind of an interesting place to live. And then, of course, you had so many other artists and, and art museums and things like that. So if that sort of thing um, really feed your artistic spirit like it does mine, then then that's something that's really important, you know, for you as an artist. So every artist is going to be different in terms of, you know, what their art career goals are, um, what really nurtures them as an artist, what really nurtures their creative spirit, what really fulfills them creatively, artistically. And so you really have to get clear on all of those things and try to figure out um, just by trying things. Um, what works for you, you know, um, but it doesn't mean to say that that Oklahoma won't work for you, right? Or wherever you are, you're speaking to everybody. 
you know, if you live in a rural area and that is your hometown and you are never going to leave and you just love, love, love it and all your friends and your family are there and that is super fulfilling to you, then yes, by all means, stay there and you can definitely find so many opportunities and so many ways to make that work for yourself, whether it's online or not. You know, um, there are so many um you know, national organizations that you can become a member of and enter paintings into those shows. It may mean that you end up traveling a little bit more to those things, you know, to be around other artists for that time, to, you know, network and to exhibit your work and things like that. But there's really just so many opportunities no matter where you are living nowadays. Um, so going back to Connecticut, you know, eventually we did leave Connecticut and move back to my home state, which was Oklahoma. And yes, in comparison, in terms of like the local and regional art opportunities, in comparison, Connecticut was a much more rich area for those kind of opportunities. There was just so much more to participate in and therefore, you know, ability usually to make, you know, more money or get your art seen more. Um, versus Oklahoma, there was far fewer of those sorts of things, far fewer art organizations, art associations. Now, there are some, obviously, but there's not a lot, you know. And then, of course, in the West, everything is like so far away, you know. So, so to drive from uh, Oklahoma to Dallas, you know, might be four hours, you know, to, to go to Missouri. And then you've got Kansas up above, not much there either in terms of art, you know. Um, so... So that's kind of the nature of the West is everything is more spread out here in the United States. So it would take longer, you know, to kind of have a broader reach regionally, take more uh, more travel time, more effort, all that kind of stuff. And again, if that's something that um, you are willing to do and willing to make it work that way, then by all means, go for it and do it. So you also don't have to stay. Um, you can live in one place, but you also don't have to keep your art confined you know to one place there's a whole big world out there my friends and a whole lot of people that would want to see your art and want to buy your art so um, you can stay in a small small place but don't stay small yourself and don't don't keep your opportunities and your possibilities small just because you live in a smaller community right and then also I would say, you know, don't underestimate your smaller community. Um, you could definitely make a good living in your community some way, somehow, you know. Um, and it's just a matter of like experimenting and trying things and, and finding out what, what works, you know, for you. Um, you could have your own studio opening shows where you invite, you know, your community to. Um, there's just so many things that you can do. So it's just a matter of like opening up our minds to those possibilities. Now, um, one thing I want to, you know, kind of mention is um, uh, the power to reframe our thinking. And this is something that I didn't used to do either. So when I left Oklahoma, um, there was a number of reasons why I did move from Oklahoma. But one of them was when I moved from there to Denver, there to here in Denver, one of the reasons was at the time that um, I thought, well, there's going to be more art opportunities in Denver. You know, there's more artists, there's more artists my age there. Um, there's more galleries there. At the time I was in a gallery in Evergreen, Colorado. So I thought, okay, and they were selling pretty well for me at the time. 
And so I thought, yeah, you know, so I already have that gallery, then I can get into some other galleries and, you know, maybe I can do better there. Maybe because it's a bigger city, maybe there's more students available, all that kind of stuff. So that was part of my reasoning at the time. And the interesting part for me is like whenever we did move here, uh, you know, you never know, you really never know what's coming or you never really know what's going to happen, right? But when we moved here, it was interesting because the gallery I was in, they were ready to retire and they closed up shop. So the one gallery that I was in was no longer available to me, right? They And so I, I lost, you know, that gallery. I lost... Um, you know, the paintings, the, the money I was making from being in that gallery. And then, you know, I started going to a lot of the local gallery openings and shows and whatnot. And I started been talking to the gallery owners and I was quickly realizing like there is no room, you know, for more artists. Like they were not open to, you know, taking in more artists. And I understand why, because they already had so many, you know, and from what I understand, many of them were struggling to, you know, sell the artists that they had. So they weren't really looking for anybody new. And then my work was so traditional you know, and a lot of the work here in these galleries were very much more contemporary looking, right? So they might have been representational painting, but <clears throat> it was much more contemporary looking. So, you know, long story short, I did make the decision to move here based on that. And then once I got here, I realized, oh, that's not working. <laughs> You know, surprise, that's not going to work. And, and life is kind of like going, we want you to go this way. We want you to go this way. You know, you need to move this way. And so that's whenever I started, you know, signing up for courses and working with coaches and, and business instructors on, you know, starting my online art business, you know, learning how to sell my paintings online, learning how to you know, build my email list online, uh, promote well on social media, you know, start teaching online because I was also, um, you know, part of my income came from teaching and I did love teaching, you know, so, um, but I was very limited in what I could do with teaching online. So pretty much all of the forces were like, go this way, Kelly, go this way, try this, try this. This is not, the old way is not working for you, you know, and I just think, you know, we all, if we can get quiet enough and just listen to ourselves enough and ask good questions, then uh, we do have inner wisdom and our intuition will guide us, you know, and um, those also, I believe, you know, those higher forces will guide us. If you want to call it God, the universe, fate, destiny, whatever you want to call it, you know, it's some, something is there saying, you know, go this way, go this way. This is, this is the path for you. Um, <clears throat> so that, uh, and the last thing I want to leave you all with is that power of the reframe, be reframing our thoughts, reframing our thinking, uh, around a problem, right? Because sometimes what we do as human beings is we'll really zero in on a problem, right? And, and we'll only see like the problem, right? We'll only see the problem and we think there's like, that's all that exists is the problem, right? Like, um, like, uh, you know, artists can't make it in Oklahoma, 
or so many artists are leaving Oklahoma, so it must be hard, it's harder here to make it as an artist in Oklahoma. Okay, fair enough that there may actually be some truth to that, right? Depending on where you live, but there's always like more than one way to look at something. <laughs> and again, the beauty of living in 2022 is that there are, you know, infinite infinite possibilities, my friends, for you as artists. Inf infinity. The possibilities are infinite, right? And so when you really switch your thinking and you really look at a problem and go into problem solving from that place, right? From that infinite place, from the place of possibility, you know, and opportunity and expansion and growth, so much more is going to come to you rather than like, there's not enough, there's not enough opportunity here, I can't make it work. If they couldn't make it work, I certainly can't make it work. You know, that sort of that sort of mentality is just not going to get you anywhere, any of us anywhere. Um, and so here's what I recommend in these situations and what I have learned really the hard way, <laughs> what I've learned is um, reframing, you know, and using really good questions in order to do that. So when I have a problem, instead of just, I have to get myself off of that particular problem and I have to get myself into problem solving and into like an open creative place, right? A, a, a non-attachment, no judgment, creative, curiosity sort of place of being right in my mind um, I've got to get off the problem so sometimes you might not be able to do it in that moment you might have to go take a walk or you know wait until later in the day if like your brain is just really on that problem and stuck in fear stuck in scarcity you know really like at a low maybe a negative, you know, place. Um, so you may have to wait till later to do this because you just can't, you just can't get there, right? So you may have to wait until you're feeling a little more calm, a little more open and relaxed and positive to do this. But what I do recommend once you're there is that you ask questions like, what if, what if it were possible for me to make a living in Oklahoma? How would it be possible for me to make a living fill in the blank wherever you live, right? Whatever country, whatever town, whatever city. Um, you know, how can I, how could I, how can I, how could I make a living um, living in this place? What is available to me in order to make a living living in this place? Okay, because it's it, reality is not fixed, right? So it does not matter. You are not limited by your position on this planet, right? And that really, truly is the beauty of living in 2022. It is the truth. You do not have to be limited to this point in time, this point in time and space where you're at in this earth body on this planet, right? So don't let it limit you. Like you can live in a small town if that's what you love, but don't think small and don't be small. You know, you don't have to be a small person in a small town. If you love living in a small town, that feeds your soul. It feeds your creativity. It gives you the space and time to create. You love your community. You love your family. Stay there, my friend. 
you know, if that is right for you. It was not right for me, but that does not mean it's not right for you. But don't be small and don't think small. If you do, you are going to be the one limiting your possibilities, right? And there is no limitation to your possibilities. There just isn't. Okay, and I know that firsthand and I know the truth of that. I don't live in Denver now because because Denver pays my bills. Denver Denver people region the region of Colorado. I I make hardly any money from anybody around here. My entire livelihood comes from online. Okay? So so don't be somewhere, you know, don't be somewhere out of need or out of scarcity or don't go somewhere out of fear. You know, and of course, eventually, my dream goal is to be living in Paris, right? Because that would be like the ultimate fulfillment for me is to live in Paris because it just feeds my creative soul and I love all of the beauty there and all of that. So, but for now, I am here in Denver. My my earth suit body is here in Denver, but I am not dependent on Denver, okay? So I just want to leave you guys with that. Try to reframe the way that you're looking at your problems ask those questions. How can I? What is available to me? How could I? You know, um, questions like that. And take some time and journal. When you do that, when you get still and quiet and you journal and you write down everything that comes to your mind and don't censor a damn thing, like just let it all come out. Don't censor any of it. I guarantee you, oh my gosh, you're going to have such a long list of possibilities, things to try you know, things to look into. Okay, well, okay, I need to look into that. Let's check that out. Let's research that. I need to reach out to this artist and ask them this question about how they did that. You know, you're going to have such a list of possibilities. It does not mean that everything on that list is going to work. But you know what? I truly believe that everything that we do try that comes from those lists even if they themselves do not work out in the long run, they lead to the next right thing. They lead to the next right thing, right? So you have to get in the habit of listening to your inner wisdom and um, really, you know, focusing on those creative solutions. Okay, artists, thank you so much for being here today. I hope that this was helpful to you as always. And if you have any questions or comments, please email in at info at artlifewithkelly, K-E-L-L-I dot com and let me know. And until next time, um, I'm wishing you all happy painting. Bye.